Welcome back to episode 176 of Your Best Year Starts here with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mr. Nigel Risner. How are things with you, mate? A lot better, thank you. I had a bit of a personal trauma. We are all sorted out. The family as well. Uh, my kids have moved out. Yay! You got the um, house back? I got the house back, and now it seems a bit larger again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've stopped my father driving, so I've taken his car. He's at 90 years old. He's been driving for 72 years. He hasn't, had, he hasn't had the same car for 72 years, though, right? No, no, the ironic thing is he, he bought a brand new car last year. He's done about 1,100 miles. Um, it would have been cheaper to get a chauffeur to take him everywhere <laughs> he went. Um, but I've taken his car from him, so uh, he doesn't have a car. He's got his little mobility scooter. Uh, but what's really interesting just on that is that at some point, and this is going to be a strange comment I'm going to make here, you know, you need to know when to quit. Yep. Now, for some people who are listening to this who are, you know, who hear our motivational speaking and go, yeah, but never quit. Well, there are times where you need to make a decision. This either isn't working from a health point of view, uh, from a spiritual point of view, whatever it is. There are times where you need to look in the mirror and go, enough is enough. This isn't working, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a business partnership. And as you know, I've done that twice in business where I've quit a business or I've quit quit a partner. And then I gave up my finance company for a second time because things aren't right. But the courage to quit... It's hard. It's, it's hard, father, you know. You know, my father, after 72 years, for me to say to him, you need to quit driving, was a tough one. And when he gave me the keys back yesterday, he kind of went, I'm relieved. No more than I was relieved, by the way, <laughs> because, you know, he, he only lives a mile and a half from me. And as he leaves his house, I then think, I hope he gets here soon, yeah. you know, because who knows. But from everyone in business, there are times where things are not working and you need to really look how much are you going to invest? It's no different to people. Mm. You know, there are times where you've got to look in the mirror and you've got to look at your business and go, this isn't working. And don't listen to all these motivational speakers say, never quit. There's always a way. Find your why. I'm telling you now, there are times you need to look at this and go, this isn't working. Yep. So uh, you can- uh, well, I, I'm going to jump in and say a couple of things. Firstly, you know, I've had to walk away from some difficult things as well, both business, personally, you know, and I think a lot of us do. And it's sometimes it's, you know, how do I put this? There are people who are going to judge you and think that you, you know, you gave up too easily or you, you know, are you're a coward because you walked away, right? I can tell you that sometimes recognizing that things aren't right and having the courage to leave is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. It's certainly not a coward's way. Um, but it's a necessary thing, you know, and an analogy I quite often use for this. And I've told, I don't know, you know, it's weird that you've gone down this route actually, because I've told this story about three times in the last week. Um, And that's the story of the first time. And I'd be really honest here and say the only time um, I've tried water skiing. Okay. And the, 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 the first and only time I've tried water skiing, I was in St. Lucia on holiday. And um, they say to you when you're on the boat, you know, if you fall, if you, you know, if you lose your balance or whatever, just let go and we'll go around and pick you up again. You can have another try. But what do you think your instinct is when you're being dragged through the water on your face? Is to just let the ropes go. No, 
your instinct is to cling on for dear life because you're like in life you know you don't let go of things right and so you're holding this thing and you you know it's dragging you on your face and eventually you go hang on a minute i'm supposed to let go here and you let go and you have another try and maybe you stay up that time maybe you don't I, i had a bit of both you know i had some experiences that worked on it and some that were terrible but i was out in the water for i don't know probably about an hour trying this thing and i managed to stay up a few times and kind of enjoyed it when i did managed to get dragged through the water on my face a few times didn't enjoy that so much but the more I did it, the easier I realized, you know, that actually now's time to let go, try again, let go, try again. And I think in, in life, sometimes we have to recognize when it's like you say, when it's the right time to quit, when it's the right time to let go, when it's the right time to go, this isn't working. What can I do instead? What should I do instead? Right. Um, there's actually a brilliant book on this called The Dip by Seth Godin that if you've, you know, if you've never read it, then that's, it's a short read. It doesn't take very long to read the book. Uh, I think the audio version of it's probably less than two hours. Um, I can't, can't remember the exact time of it, but it's a short little book and it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, and it, and it talks about exactly this, like when, when should you give up? When should you quit? Not you should keep going against all odds. Cause that's not always the looking, right thing to in do. Case you, you thought, know? in case you thought I'd left the room, I was looking for, there, there was a post about, it's okay to quit as against don't quit. Mm-hmm. And I just think for everyone, look at your business. Does it make you happy? How much time are you spending? Are you re-looking at things? You know, pe- people often say to me, you know, but if you really persevere, it will come through. Mm-hmm. Well, there are times it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you just stopped what you were doing and then thought, is there a different way of doing this? Yep. But sometimes you've got to let it go to find a new opportunity. I'm not going to say, you know, when one door closes and other opens, but sometimes you've just got to acknowledge yeah. this shit is not working. And, well, and, and sometimes the change doesn't have to be that drastic. So it's not it's not like you give up on the entire idea. It's just the way you're trying to get there, right? You know, it's it, again, simple example, and I've used this one many, many times, but, you know, you imagine you're on a road trip. You know the outcome you're trying to get to. But there's detours or there's roadworks or there's an accident or you're stuck behind a learner driver or there's there's these things that mean it takes longer or you've got to take a different route or, you know, maybe you've got to ditch your car and get on a train or, you know, maybe you were going to get on a plane, but the flight's been cancelled because of bad weather. And so, you know, you've got to drive somewhere if you actually want to get there in the time scale. Like there are so many things where the path to where we're trying to be isn't the path we originally think it is. And I think from personal experience, like we can get too wedded to the journey rather than just remembering the outcome. And I think for me, it's like, what's the outcome I really want? And sometimes it's not even about the specifics of the outcome. It's like, what's the emotion attached to that outcome? Like what's the feeling that I really want to have in my life? Right. What's, you know, what's the, what's the things I want to feel about myself? And maybe a vehicle, a certain vehicle doesn't get me there, but another one will, you know, Yeah, but I'm going even deeper than that by saying sometimes, you just got to stop. Yeah, sometimes you're back in the wrong horse. You're going in the wrong direction. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But I think, yeah, I think ultimately all of us kind of deep down have certain desires of who we want to be in life, right? And I think, you know, really that comes down to how do I want to feel? What are the emotions I want to experience? And maybe there's a completely different way of getting to them. And it's, you know, and you quit the thing you're doing entirely, I, I don't but, know if you read this but week. the emotions are still there if that makes sense i don't know if you read this week but ash barty who is the number one tennis player in the world who just won the australian open i know nothing just, about tennis i don't even know who this person is i apologize okay, well, she's i have the no idea one tennis player in the world women mm-hmm. and she just quit okay she said i've got other things to achieve in my life 
and like a shock to the tennis world. I don't want to do and this. She started yep. at twenty five. I, I I want to quit. Yeah, and she has just left tennis because for her the pursuit of more stuff wasn't right. And sometimes you know you're you're pursuing something just to say I've got it or I've done it or I've had it. Mm-hmm. And then when you get there, you're not that happy. Yeah, you know I've yep. spoken many times that you know. You, we want things just so we can say we've either got it. You know, I, I, my dream of my the car that I, I wanted, I'm happy. But if something came up and I had to get rid of it because I think, well, then I would because I'm not yeah. attached the same way. But what you've got to realize is, is it working? And if it's not, it's okay to quit. Yeah. What's not okay is because the pursuit of the goal seems hard. You know, there's a difference between it's hard and I, I don't know if I can make it as against it's not right. So for anyone who's listening, really look this week, you know, as we get, you know, spring's coming around. What do you want to achieve for the next nine months? And perhaps what you're going for isn't right, and you may have to change direction. And it's okay to quit. And if and if anyone gives you grief, say, cool, not Mitchell. I'm okay with that. Do you know what? The other thing I'm, I'm going to add to that is not only is it okay to quit, it's okay to grieve. And well, it's okay. You know, and it's okay. And it's, it's, and it's okay to grieve the thing you quit. And yeah. it's o- and it's okay to accept and recognise that sometimes, like walking away from something, has an impact on you in ways you don't expect. Sometimes you need to give yourself space. Sometimes you need to give yourself some some freedom to to kind of explore, you know, where your life now is. And to and to properly let go of of you know of the past and to properly properly close that box off. And you know I. I know you like. I probably it might have been the first episode we did of this podcast, right? Which is still our most listened to episode. Um, everyone seems to go back and listen. To, if they find us like now, they seem to go back and listen to episode one. Um, but you know, our very first episode. I think it was our very first episode when you said, you know, in order to create your future, you've got to forgive your past, or you've got to complete your past. And I've heard, past. and I've heard you say it both ways. I've heard you say it's complete. I've heard you say it's forgive. But both of those things are true. You know, you have to complete the past. And if you've got any kind of, you know, history with it that's hard to let go of, you have to forgive it. You have to, you have to, you have to park it so that you can move on. And, you know, something I wasn't planning on, on saying in this episode, and maybe it'll even spill over into the next one. I know for me, some of the decisions and changes that I've made in like the last three years, when you then put a global pandemic on top of that, have had an impact on me and my confidence and as someone that everyone goes, hang on, Neil, you're a motivational speaker. You're supposed to be confident all the time. Well, you know, I, I probably am more confident than some people most of the time. I do have a more out, more positive outlook than many people most of the time. But that doesn't mean that I don't go through things that are hard. That doesn't mean that, you know, things that don't work out the way I thought they might don't don't have some kind of negative impact on me and that that doesn't continue on sometimes and that there isn't things for me to deal with or me to process and you know sometimes i'll step back from the things people expect me to do so i can give myself that space right you know i've that's really that word you just said is really interesting the word in my family for this year is no expectations Mm -hmm. because the many you have these expectations of what you think it should be and then it doesn't come that way up comes disappointment and sadness. Yeah. I now, for 2022, have no expectations, and then I'm not sad by things that don't occur. Yeah. Because well, clients it, who were booking me haven't, and people who I never thought would book me have booked me. Trips that I thought I'd be doing, you know, I've not been to the States for nearly three years, and we go, by the time this comes out, I'll probably be there. Yep. Yeah. And it's just weird that 
you know, I'm there all the time. Ironically, I'm always in Ukraine this week for the last eight years or nine years. And obviously, because yeah, of the yep. situation, yep. I'm not there. Sad for them more than anything else in the world. Yep. But I'm not doing some motivational story about Ukraine. I'm sad for them. Yep. But I have yep. no expectations. And yep. so for me, it's changed my life. I still struggle sometimes with my, my missus because she is an expectation queen. She has <laughs> she thinks it needs to be a certain way. And we're trying to learn that the minute you let go of expectations, your life moves on in a much different manner. So well, maybe we'll leave it at that. I, I think the other thing I would say is that when you switch expectation for appreciation, your life gets better. You know, you know, you know when you when you recognise what you've got rather than what you thought you were going to have, and um, again, very very quick, wrap this up, but but weird tangent, just as we do. You know, you mentioned about things like cars. Um, at the time we're recording this, um, my car is in in a, in the dealership having some work done. Um, that it's having more work done than I expected when it went in, and I could be annoyed about the fact that my car's been in there for longer than anticipated. I could be frustrated about the fact that the bill is going to be higher than I first thought it was going to be, and all that kind of stuff or i could go hang on a minute like this dealership they're calling me and let me know what's going on they've given me another car to drive while they're working on mine you know and each time that things are taking a little bit longer than expected because of waiting for parts or or, or whatever it may be you know they're going it's not a problem you know, keep the car that we've given you you know we'll, 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 we'll keep you informed as to the next part of the process and where we are with it and stuff like that you know it, it's one of those things unfortunately when you when you've got a um, like a high performance version of of a car the parts aren't the routine parts right and so you know there's things having to be shipped from germany to actually deal with things that if they were in the uk would have been dealt with you know overnight kind of thing and, and we'd be in a different position the service i'm getting is phenomenal and when you get that phenomenal service and communication there's things to be grateful for you know i, I well, like i say what we we should perhaps do a training day on expectation, service, presentations. And maybe we'll talk about it next week. But what people need to understand is great communication, great customer service, great reception creates great customer base. Yep. I, I'm with you, and yeah, we. Um, it's been too long since the two and I, since you and I were on a physical stage together. I think we need to do that. So yeah, let's talk well, about let's it next, talk week. About that next week, and uh, let's and wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, and we'll catch you soon. Get your best shit.